Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Where Is Your Red Line? This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. Lots of things happening around the world, and of course, a lot of hand puppetry going on to keep us all distracted from what's really going on. But the agenda of the deep state is still rolling on. And even though Canada has thrown a wrench in their cogs of the machine, it doesn't mean they're stopping. So we can't get lazy. And we better understand very clearly that the more that we press them, the harder they will press back. Before we begin tonight, mypillow.com forward slash bards. That is the Bards Nation landing page on MyPillow. Mike Lindell is literally one of the most notable Patriot CEOs in our history. He's also a man that carries Christ in his heart. Today, my pillows convoy, their truck of over 10,000 pillows heading towards Ontario, was denied entry into Canada. The reason, according to authorities, is the truck driver did not have a current COVID pass or a vaccination status. This is the world we now live in, in which all commerce and motion movements across nations will be regulated by your ability to comply with an injection in your arm. So... Back to my pillow. Mike Lindell has a special announcement here for a new sale that's going on, so please listen. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. That number is 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. When you spend dollars on this site, when you spend dollars with my pillow, you know that in one way or another, every dollar is going to a company that upholds the belief in God and Christ and fights for liberty. And that's how we vote to win constantly on a daily basis. So again, mypillow.com forward slash bards. Your promo code is bards. You can use that promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the MyStore site, and the Frank Speech site. Also, The Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com. Your promo code there is bards, B-A-R-D-S. Use your promo code in the coupon section at checkout to get 20% off on these heirloom quality Bibles. They are printed in the United States with high quality paper. And we have sold so many of them through here. It's amazing that they've had to do an additional run. They're racing to get another run out. These are beautiful Bibles, truly something you want in the family, truly something if you are a homeschooler, you should not be living without. These Bibles have our NASB 1995 edition, which I consider to be one of the best translations out there. And in addition, they have many of our founding fathers' documents worked within, so it's a lesson in God's Word plus a lesson in how our founding fathers use Scripture as a living language. So again, thefoundersbible.com, promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Finally, Expedition Coffee, expeditioncoffee.com. Patriots, you know I love coffee, and it's been a long time coming that I finally endorsed a coffee and put our own label on it. This coffee was developed in the labs with Dr. Eric Naputi for such a time as this, literally. It is a coffee that helps boost your immune system and it gives you sustained energy over the entire day. It's a coffee that works together with a whole series of other products in a health ecosystem to help reclaim our health sovereignty. 
The coffee is the foundation product. Expedition coffee is that forming product that you start your day with and it carries you through the whole day. You can then add the other products such as the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the number one problems we have in health in this country. Then you have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. We also have Earth, which is a full body nutrient boost. One scoop of powder mixed with water is like a shake. Drink it once a day. It's everything your body needs to keep boosting that immune system. And then we have Pure 47, which I consider to be one of the most important products you should have in your cabinet. Pure 47 is one of the most refined silver extracts currently on the market. It has been shown to be able to isolate many of the pathogens that we are dealing with currently in this bioweapon environment we've been immersed in. So again, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Patriots, I'm going to start tonight with an update from Ottawa, not in my words, but from one of the truckers there on the ground. We played this this afternoon at Bended Knee. If you're not joining in in Bended Knee, understand Bended Knee is now every day, Monday through Friday and Saturday, so six days a week, at 1 p.m. Our prayer is every day at 1.11. If you can't join us on the show, please join us in prayer every day at 1.11 Pacific time. This whole idea is to bring more prayer into our world. We need it right now. So here we go. Take a listen to this update. Two minutes and 21 seconds from one of our courageous truckers from Ontario. What's up, guys? I'm just cruising in Little Sask here as usual. But uh, just heard Trudeau. Yep, they're giving them bigger guns. The problem has not been that they don't have the tools, Justin. The problem has been that they don't want to wield evil tools because they are actually here. They're not in the ivory tower with you as you push around your fictional armies on the board where I have the power to do this, I have the power to declare them. The media has helped me declare them with the help of my photographer to brand them as Nazis and the help of lunatic Mayor Watson to say that it's a violent occupation. And then the hysterical,ized public of Ottawa can call in saying, oh my God, they're beeping their horns. My eardrums all explode every night. And terror. That doesn't happen. All we've done is lower crime here, but the demonization campaign continues. The fact is, no one's been listening, Trudeau. The tools are not the problem. The problem is that patriots become cops. Patriots become RCMP. Patriots become OPP and Ottawa Police and Durham Police and Peel Police. And all the people you hope to carry out this, guess who's here? Their mothers, their families. You think they all want to wear masks their whole life with no metric except you sitting there going, don't worry, it'll all be over once 100% of us are vaccinated with something that our top doctors can't even endorse anymore. And they can't say anything, so I can't even use medical advice to tell you to get this vaccine. Just the fact that I'm a tyrant going to grant you freedom when I get 100% participation. We know it's about the digital ID, Justin. We're not idiots like you. I know you live in your bubble, your ivory tower up there in Parliament, and we know that there's foreign interests that forbid you from ever doing your will. We don't care. We don't care who you agree with or how long this takes. We're here forever, and the cops know we're peaceful, and they know that there's no crime where truckers are. This is a peaceful movement. We're not leaving. It doesn't matter how many tools you give them, how many, oh, it's a double emergency. Next week, we're going to, it's going to be a mega emergency. We're going to use the military next week. The military, our patriots too, Dustin, everywhere you turn, you're just in your ivory tower pushing around those fictional armies that you think are loyal to you. They're not. We're Canadians, dude. What do you see around here? Do you see Nazi flags? No, only your photographer does, and only the media and zombies who won't turn off their CBC TV. We're patriots. They're not following your orders. We're less scared now than ever. But guys, I will remind you, you do need to get down here, sitting there, getting comfortable, saying, I'm proud the truckers there. They need your support. Get down here now. And they do need to support. This is what always happens in a movement is that Vanguard leaves, the truckers get out in front like this, and then people get very comfortable and sit back. That isn't the time to get comfortable. It's the time to put more pressure on it. We've seen this happen time and again. These aren't just one-off events. And it's important to understand that the deep state lives and breathes the idea of destroying you and getting this population to submit to their will. They've done this for well over 100 years. And if you think that a couple little pop-off events is going to stop them, you're fooling yourself. If you're new to the awakening and you suddenly realize like, oh my gosh, bad things are happening. Well, hello, glad you're joining us. Now get busy and get in the trenches and don't stop. This is a 24-7 war we're in. And patriots, I don't know how else to put this, but literally, this is it. I mean, humanity doesn't get another shot but this right now, at least not for a while, probably like a 1,000 years. So either we win this or we don't, but we don't have a choice but to win this. 
unless you like being a slave and being stuck in a digital prison or being turned into a labor camp in FEMA. You think I'm kidding. I want you to hear this. This comes from a guy by the name of Mark Slapinski. Slapinski. He's a big pharma shill out of Ottawa. And I don't, you know, it's not that this guy has any weight, though he probably does have some with big pharma's money. I want you to think about what he's saying here. The fact that this is actually being said in public and that he's actually supporting big pharma. This is the mentality of what we're dealing with. And if you don't understand this, listen carefully because this is what the enemy wants. They're not playing, patriots. Listen up. We've had a big problem with anti-vaxxers. And I have a solution to the anti-vaxxer question. And some might even say the final solution to the anti-vaxxer question. Here's what we're going to do. Just to start, we're going to take little stickers and we're going to put them on the houses of all the unvaccinated people. Just so people know who they are and where they live. And if that doesn't work, what we're going to do is take all the unvaccinated people, put them on cattle cars and ship them off to work camps. Nice, big, powerful work camps either in Northern Ontario or in Quebec. And here's how this is going to work. We're going to force them to work, free labor, get them to build us stuff, and segregate them. So it's killing multiple birds with one stone. Not only are we taking these dirty, disgusting, unvaccinated people and removing them from society, but we're also using them to work for us. And we can even loot them and use their assets to fund other parts of society. Now, the way this will work is that they can leave at any time as long as they are vaccinated. And I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it's the one thing that as a society we could do to solve the problem, to solve people just not wanting to get vaccinated. I've tried everything. I've tried talking with them. I've tried being nice to them. I can tell you that doesn't work. The only thing that works with these dirty, unvaccinated people is maximum pressure. You got to keep that pressure on. And if it means labeling them, if it means taking them, stripping them of all their rights, and sending them to work camps, I'm all for it. He's Canadian. He's also American in his heart because there's a whole bunch of them down here. Don't think that's just in Canada. Patriots, this is who you're dealing with. So if we aren't understanding the magnitude of what the enemy's willing to do, we're going to get rolled up. And there's no reason to be doing this thing, which happens constantly. It's like, well, come and take him. Come and take him. Why are we even letting it get that far? We have the numbers. All we have to do is defy and press in. But instead, there's this mentality that seems to be waiting, and it's around everywhere. I know a lot of people that are doing this. It's like, well, I'm just going to hold back until the war starts. Uh, thanks for nothing. Because we're out here trying to fight for information and truth, and if you're not coming off the line to get that now, you're just joining the, you're just joining the fight to get vengeance, and I don't want anything to do with you. So this is a time when people better get real. And we are in this fight. Those that think that they're waiting for the war, guess what? The war started about eight years ago, officially. Actually, it started officially in about 2007 when they blew the markets up. And then it's just been a constant stream since then. But this is where we are at. We are at a place in our life when people like this can say these things on social media, not get censored. But if you say anything about any of the alternate cures like ivermectin or something like that if you're on some of these platforms you're getting dumped immediately this is the world we are now in that headset better need better be in everybody's focal plane because right now this enemy is coming and justin trudeau didn't get power i mean listen to this conversation they had today in parliament this is a it's, it's just smoke and mirrors for me but just listen to it that the government went from doing nothing to a national emergency. 48 hours into using the measures, 48 hours without providing Parliament with a justification. So my question is simple. When will the Prime Minister admit that he's lost control of the situation, that he's lost control of his country, that he's lost control of his caucus, and that he's lost control of his leadership? Well, actually, he won't. And here's the whole thing. I appreciate the honesty of this parliamentarian, but here's the deal. This wasn't an accident. They did nothing then to get to the point where they could trigger it. And Trudeau has all the powers. Here's what's not happening in Canada. You're not hearing the provincial members and the provinces say, we are absolutely not going to enact this or allow this. They're saying, we don't want this. This should not happen. Where's the, where's the justification? 
They're all playing the game. Real leadership right now would step up and challenge Trudeau and say, this is wrong, it will not happen, period, end of story. Real leadership in the provinces would say, this is wrong, it will not happen under any cost in my province. No one's saying that, at least not that I can hear. And that's the same hand puppetry that's going on down here, but in a different form. We're all talking about like, oh, wow, guess what? Hillary's, Hillary's going to be arrested. Okay. Like we need to, we need what, another year to figure this out? Durham had the, the handwritten documents of proof what she was doing in 2020. Now we're in 2022. Well, guess what? The investigation is going to take a long time, patriots. Can you not see you're getting hand played? Last Friday, on the eve of Trudeau setting up the Emergency Act, we have a number of things. I've already gone over this, but I'm going over it again because it's important to grasp what we're talking about here. On the eve of them starting to move in, the RCMP setting up their version of Fast and Furious down on the border in Coots, what happens? I can tell you what happens. We get a release in our media about, oh my goodness, Durham's new report comes out. Oh, Trump comes out. Well, it's a little bit overdue, but by the way, I've got my coffee book that's out if you all want to buy that. And oh, we're having trouble because of the supply chains to get paper. And then we have Hillary Clinton saying, or the media saying that Clinton's got, Hillary's going to run for office. What happens? Every patriot in the United States doesn't look in Canada. They start running down the rabbit hole. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. We need to stay focused on where the real fight is. On top of that, you've got Russia, 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 and Kiev. That's completely blowing over. That's falling apart. And you have all of the Republicans rallying around going, it's Fochi. It's Fochi. Really? Who signed the EOs? Who put Fochi in power? It wasn't me, and it wasn't Fochi. You see how you're getting played and how the, the elite circles are starting to rally around? Then we get into Monday. Monday, right at the critical time when Justin Trudeau launches the Emergency Powers Act. Oh, wait a minute. What happens on Monday? That now has got everybody in a tizzy and in, the, in a, this whole uproar of excitement on the Patriot side. What is it? Truth Social. Oh, so we're talking about a new social media platform. That's going to change the world. That's going to cha- cause the vaccine programs to stop. That's going to stop the murder of children and elderly. I'm sure that's going to make a big deal while Canada's holding the line with numbers and getting their bank accounts seized. Can you not see how this is playing out? This is ridiculous. We should be standing there with them in mass. It's unbelievable. So the, we've got Canada's parliamentarians and Canada's politicians across the board playing the same game that they're playing with us and they're keeping everybody off base. The real war is us, the people, walking with God in the light of liberty, trying to separate ourselves from the tyrannical control of the elites and billionaire class. That's the war. Easy. And it's not going to get any better. Take a listen to this. This is Project Veritas's clip for their latest piece coming out. You think it's going to get better here? You think the mandates are going to make a difference? Listen up. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. They don't want to, like, uh, rile everyone up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of... um, uh, money going into their their company. So how do you know it's already getting approved? Well, they're not going to. Um, I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve it. Meet Christopher Cole, an executive officer at the FDA with over 20 years experience who claims to be directly involved in the approval process of the various COVID vaccines. I think um, what's going to happen is um, it's going to be a gradual thing. School's going to mandate it. Why do they need the third one? Well, the same reason um, that you or I would need the third one. So the three will bolster your, your system. And then there will be an annual, um, eventually an annual, just like the flu shot. For the toddlers? Well, for everyone. Okay, so the toddlers too then. We'll have to get Pro- an annual. Probably. Okay. I don't completely agree with their, the process. What do you mean you don't agree with the process? Well, I mean, they um, they don't have all the, all the tests aren't there. So I agree with the thing that it is important to inoculate them. 
um, but you can't provide the, um, the parent as much um, assurity as you normally want to. It's an EUA for all, all, um, all age groups, all designations and then you have to get approved by specific age groups based on the study. Do you think it's really an emergency for the toddlers? Well, they're all uh, improved under an emergency. The efficacy data doesn't have to be as high. Mm. The standard is on emergency use authorizations is that it does more benefit than harm. I thought their cases weren't that high for six what? months to four-year-olds. They're not, but it, because it's um, related to COVID, it's under that approval process. Because it's related to COVID, it's under that approval process. They're using this, the act of 1986, which was approved under Reagan, which gave complete indemnity to the pharmaceutical companies to do whatever they wanted. And they're not liable for lawsuits. It now allows them under the emergency powers act, or the emergency acts here of getting the, the, uh, vaccine produced, this whole process that we're in, they have complete indemnity and they're pushing to get the injections approved for children because once they get it approved for children, they can mandate it for adults and have the continued protection. You know, people don't like to hear that we're being played. People want to hear all good news. Okay, I want truth, but I only want good news. If you want truth and only good news, go join the left. That's all I'm going to tell you. Go live in a bubble because that's not what we're dealing with here. This is a war. And it's going to be a tough one to get through. And there's a lot of things we have to sort through. And sorting through is to figure out that there was a war all along between two elite classes, the extremists and the moderates, and we're getting played between them. Our real walk is with God. And that walk with God is going to take us in a different path because it's, it puts God back to us in this country, back on the throne, as stated in the Declaration of Independence. You have to quit focusing on the small things, the man-made things, because they're mainly distractions. So here's this idea. We keep having this idea somehow that it isn't really that bad. Here's a couple things for you. This is what's been going on while... All that other noise about truth social and coffee table books and all that garbage is going on. Here's what the government's been doing. Take a listen to this. This is in the United States. There's a few things your government did recently that you might not have heard about because mainstream media was too busy covering clickbait and hate porn. Number one, government researchers are working on a new artificial intelligence program that will program a, quote, digital fingerprint for any individual to track down the author of a specific text message. And officials are on record saying that this program will be used to, quote, combat disinformation campaigns and human trafficking. Number two, the House of Representatives recently passed a bailout for the post office that would enroll all post office retirees into the Medicare program, whether they want to be or not, instead of into the agency's self-funded retiree program. And this will be the second bailout for the post office since 2020 when they received $10 billion of taxpayer funds. Number three, the Justice Department recently announced that they are, quote, evaluating allowing safe injection sites for drug users across the country in an effort to decrease overdose deaths. All right, so let's break a couple of those down so we get a clear picture of what our government is really saying. The digital fingerprint on a text message means that once you send out a text message, you're going to be able to track it back to your phone. And since it has to do with disinformation, if you've recently read the releases by DHS, that means if you say something in your text message about, say, ivermectin, that they're going to track it back to you and you are now putting people in question of the government. You're making their job difficult and people losing faith in the government. You are now considered a domestic terrorist. I'm not making this up. Read the DHS release. Match it with this. All right, th this stuff is nuts. They're going to push the post office into Medicaid. That means now this post office is going to have a federally funded, people's funded socialist medical system. And guess what else goes with that? Mandatory injections. Mandatory injections and COVID passes. There's another one for you. See, and then safe injection sites. In other words, we are going to encourage drug use so people can be lost and easily controlled. Because the economy is going to get worse. Inflation last month was 9.8%. Consumer price increases 
on the overall consumer price index increased 18, or I'm sorry, 8.9%. So that means that last month, your real money loss was 17% on your wage. Actually, 20%, almost 20% on your wage. Think about that. Because inflation went up and consumer prices went up. That's a double hit on your on your wage. And on your 401k, that's a loss of over 17%. This is real. All right, this war is real. And if you can't see this and keep getting distracted about all these dumb things, Trump's not coming back anytime soon. I don't care if he does. He can't fix this stuff. And what the core of what we're getting at here is, is the issue of are you going to march forward and are you going to accept this digital ID and this new integrated system or are you going to have a red line? Where is your red line? There has to be a willingness now to step back and make the sacrifices. You can't continue to go on with your life as is thinking it's going to be a time when you're going to be called to duty. If you have a pension and you've tucked it aside and in the back of your mind you're like, oh, I've got my pension not to worry about. I got news for you. You don't have a pension. Those pensions were pilfered years ago. What you have is a piece of paper that says you have a pension. Watch and see if you doubt me. They're going to crash this economy in the next six months, maybe a year. And what's going to happen is they're going to leave everybody who hasn't prepared destitute. And if you're not prepared for this and you're going to hit be destitute, then they're going to come in and they're going to offer you that really nice little deal. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll cancel all your debt. Don't worry. But here's what, what comes with that. Um, your house debt, we're going to cancel that, but we get to be the owner now. You can just rent from us, but that way you'll rent it and then you won't have the burden of the mortgage anymore. You'll just pay us. And that means they can raise rents anytime they want and they will. That means they can also evict you anytime they want because it's corporate rules. There's no fairness. The idea of fairness has to go out the window. It has to go out the window. We're in a war. Anything is on the table for them. Right, Your 401k is going to get neutralized when they crash this economy. It's going to be wiped out. I've been saying this. I am not an economic advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm telling you my opinion. Get out of the market and get out now. They're going to wipe it out. And they're going to leave everybody with nothing. All this work that you've done your whole life to put those savings away, they're going to neutralize them if you have them in the banks or if you have them in investments. They're going to wipe them out. And they're going to offer this great reset. That's the rollout of the great reset. You will own nothing. You will rent everything. You will be happy. That's that little injection part where they hit you with a little bit of 5G and bump, pump your serotonin. All of this is happening right now before you. Justin Trudeau is demonstrating to the world the power of the World Economic Forum. They are demonstrating it to everybody. They are showing people how you fight insurgents. They are doing it in a Western country. China's easy. They got that one wired. They've had it wired since the beginning, since Mao wiped out several tens of millions of people. But now is the point of showing the world how they're going to manage Western society. Pay close attention. Because all these authorities that your governors have, and they start saying that, oh, guess what? We're going to, we're going to reduce, we're going to drop the mandates. They're not dropping the power to, to authorize the mandates. They're not taking their powers away. All they're doing is saying drop the mandates. That's like handing you a, a sucker in the middle of an amputation. It's like, oh, here you go. What is that? Well, that's a lollipop. Well, what are you gonna what do I get for that? Oh, nothing. Just sit quiet. I'm gonna cut off your foot. Please don't scream. Just suck on your lollipop. And people are doing it. This is the world that we are currently living in. And they're trying to get you into a place where you're going to be forced into the digital currencies that they control. Central bank digital currencies. CBDCs. We already know that MIT has been working with the Fed to produce our own version of it. China already has theirs. Even JP Morgan just launched one of theirs. Central bank digital currencies. They want everybody into the digital space. And that's how they will control everybody because you'll be subject to them. And if you watch what's happening in Canada right now, once you get into that digital space, now they can line item, decide what they are going to control or not control over you. They decide that you're eating too much. Whoop, we're going to put a block on that for a month. Sorry, you can't buy any more food for a month. 
It's like, what? Well, we need, we think you need to go on a diet. We've been watching. Don't think I'm kidding about this either. We're watching your caloric intake with what you're buying by the number of dollars you're spending. It doesn't look right. So we're going to limit you to what you can spend to instead of $400 a week on food, we're going to reduce you to $100 a week on food because after all, we're paying you a universal basic income. It's our money we're paying you. We are going to manage your life for you because you are our slave. And someone says, well, I don't want to be. And it's like, sorry, you gave up that right the minute you took the injection because the mRNA that's in you modified your DNA, which means that you are a genetically modified organism and you are owned by Moderna or you are owned by Pfizer. True, not false, what I just said, authorized by the Supreme Court in the ruling in 2012. So the deal is, is that this is one of the biggest traps ever set, and it's all set around the principles of convenience. And people are not understanding the magnitude of what we are facing right now. We have to get this word out. This is not a joke. This is not some little thing that's going to go away and it's all going to get better when they drop the mandates. If that's in your mindset, you're being fooled. It's just another cycle. For those that are saying things like, and I've heard way too many patriot comments like this, truckers in Canada are playing into the hand of the deep state because they're going to collapse the, they're going to collapse the, the economy anyway and they're going to blame it on the truckers. Or they're going to start blaming this on the truckers and starting to roll out their new network of trucks, electric vehicles that are autonomous that are going to replace all truckers. Here's the truth and the truth on this, double truth. Yes, truckers, your time is ticking. You have at least, at best, three to five years before they erase you either way because they're going to erase you with electric autonomous trucks that work off of the 5G and 6G networks. You will have no job. That's coming. So keep that in mind as a trucker if you're listening. This is your one shot to stand up. Are they going to collapse the economy? Yes. Are you playing into their hand? We are accelerating their program. And what Canada is doing brilliantly is by holding the line, they are revealing to the world what a government in Canada, which was supposed to be happy people, socialist government, how much of a fascist tyranny it always has been. And people are able to witness what is really going on and wake up. The only opportunity we have right now is to wake more people up. But war is not linear, and too many people think war is linear. Like, okay, we're going to do this one thing, and it's going to change everything. No, war is an adaptive strategy. As your enemy attacks, you attack it, and then as they adjust, you adjust. Canada has launched an aggressive attack, and it's a good one. But there can be no foolishness in thinking that somehow this is going to get any easier in Canada. They are going to use the heavy hand that they have to start crushing people. But they won't have to deploy the military. They're going to crush them by taking away their money to starve them, and they will, to exclude them from society, and they will. They're going to get more voices like this dude, Mark Slapinski, or Slapininski. They're going to start calling for the rounding up of this. They're going to fuel those flames with the few voices that they have. Even if they have a 30% base, they're going to start to agitate these people and get them to stand up because these people are volatile. The liberal mindset is a volatile emotional mindset. The conservative mindset is this kind of passive, conservative, quiet mindset. And it always defaults back to the same thing. It's like, well, when we get to it, we're gonna, we'll get our guns. We don't need guns right now. We need voices. We need voices. Listen to this Canadian trucker on his perspective on what freedom means to him. Are you prepared to lose your truck? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh Come take my truck, do whatever you got to do. That's that's fine. Well, because it's just a material possession, right? Freedom is freedom is something much more than that. So take my possessions, put me in jail, sue me, do whatever you got to do. Sue me, do whatever you got to do. This guy understands this. He's understanding he's put everything on the line. He's not taking up arms. He's taking up a greater arms. He's taking up his position of a moral fight. He understands exactly what's at stake. And he's willing to put it all on the line. That's where everyone needs to be. I want you to imagine a world where suddenly millions of people were willing to do what he did right there. Just said, no more, we're done. We're not buying, we're not going to participate, we're coming together, we're going to network together. We're all done with you. They lose their minds, that's okay, don't worry about it. But they can't, it's like a child throwing a tantrum. A violent child throwing a tantrum throws things. They're going to throw things. Just be ready to duck. 
But people have to come together to stand together now. And that unity and that strength comes through our fellowship in Christ. That's the key here, folks. It's right there. It really is. I mean, I want you to hear this little piece on 2A. It's important to get a grant. I'm going to add some more to this. But again, it's missing the perspective of where this fight is. Listen to this. Conservatives, patriots, constitutionalists, anybody who values the Second Amendment, I'm really troubled by the way y'all are sleeping on the beginning of the Second Amendment. Everyone likes to talk about the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Absolutely, that right must be held inviolate, right, if we are to remain free. But why are you sleeping on the beginning of the Second Amendment, the opening part where it says that a well-regulated militia is necessary to remaining free? Why are you skipping over that? Listen to what James Madison said in Federalist Number 46 about what the militias would do against the federal government. To these, the federal government would be opposed a militia of citizens with arms in their hands, officered by men chosen from among themselves, fighting for their common liberties, and united and conducted by local governments possessing their affections and confidence. Guys, we got to wake up. We know the key. Federalist 46 Look into it. Declaration of Independence, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces they design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future security. I believe we are there. Just saying. Seems pretty close to me. So there should be, everybody should be on their feet right now. Gandhi overthrew the British rule in one of the most well-organized, well-focused, peaceful resistances in history. It isn't people didn't get hurt. It isn't at some point there wasn't some skirmishes, but he understood something. When people come together and they simply defy, you will rock the foundation of the system. It can't make you do things. They can threaten you. They will. They can tell you they're going to enslave you and round you up and put you in cattle cars and go make you work like that idiot, shill, Mark, whatever his name is, whatever. But here's the bottom line. People's defiance is success. And you have to be willing to sacrifice. We are not here in a war where it's going to be easy. They are wanting you to believe that you can get through this easy. They're going to treat you like stupid children. Here's a little lollipop, kid. How's that for you? You feeling better now? Good. Because I don't want you to feel too excited. I don't want your, your heart rate to go up too much. I don't want you to have too much anxiety. Why we rape you? You see? That's who these people are. Predators, predators, predators. And they are master hunters. They are lulling people to sleep with their games, their flip-flops. I've said this again and again, your metric, your litmus test for every politician who in the political realm is saying, stop the vax, stop these injections. You tell me the one that is calling out regularly to stop the injections. I'll listen. 99% of these in the political class are not saying stop the injections. They're saying it's your choice. What type of ethics does a country have when your choice is suicide or life as a slave? Tell me. I'm just curious because that's not a country I live in or I will live in. This is absolutely a war on humanity, and we are absolutely being played by the elite class. We the people, which were given the power from the beginning, are the magistrates over this land, not them. This is not a country that's owned by a few. It's a country that is owned and controlled by the people. That's in the Declaration of Independence. Let me refresh, just so we are clear. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by our, their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That's us, by the way. That means governments below us, not dictating to us, and God is on the throne above us. We must restore God to the throne in this nation. 
We must restore the true power, and we are trying to work through them when our true appeal for change in this nation goes to God. I want to close with this thought for you and realize this. At the time that the Declaration of Independence was written, what you just heard was one of the greatest trolls ever in human history, and I'm serious. All of the rulers of Europe were monarchs. They were kings, probably some queens too in there somewhere. Our founding fathers gave them the big middle finger. What they said is, we have a king too. Our king is God, so go pound sand. And God's giving the power to the people to rule this land, and all the government that you kings have is going to be subordinate to the people. There was no greater troll ever given, in my opinion, in history than that one right there because everybody, every king in Europe got that message. And that's why they feared what was said so much. This is what was given to us, entrusted to us to steward. What is the red line? At what point do we say enough is enough? At what point do we say this is what we're going to reset to? These are the questions we have to ask. I want you to hear this last clip. This is hangovergang.com that's got a new album coming out on Friday. This is pretty good. There comes a time in every man's life when he has to stop looking up to his heroes and become one himself. It doesn't matter who you voted for or what kind of car you drive or what the man on the news has to say. Just take a look around. This ain't the life we fought for. Our world is under siege. Our nation is in peril. And our people are divided. We've sacrificed too much for our freedom to let it slip away now. The world doesn't need more billionaires. The world doesn't need more politicians. The world needs heroes. And you don't need x-ray vision, you don't need to fly, you don't need to look cool on the cover of a comic book. You just need to realize what you're made of. And you, you are, are the few. few. You, you are, are the strong. strong. You, you are, are the brave. brave. the few you are the strong you are the brave that is us we the people canada god bless you for leading this fight america let's get on our feet we've got a neighbor to protect and we have people to unify with to stand up to this damn evil it needs to stop patriots and we need to stop it in its tracks there can't be another day wasted let's pray heavenly father we thank you for this time we come together we thank you each day for the power of your blessings and your insights, your grace that allows us to come together in fellowship in our many different forms. Lord, tonight our prayers for Canadians to hold the line. We know that it's not easy. We know that their tyrannical government, a true tyranny at its core, who has deceived the people, letting it believe it was a government of the people, just like ours, who has deceived the people, making it believe and continues to try to pander to the people, to make it believe that it's for the people when all it is about is consumption of power, control, and enslavement. Lord, give us that sight. Give us those eyes to see, ears to hear. Forgive us for our transgressions as we have walked through this time and stepped away from you, for you are on the throne of this nation and must be on the throne of all nations. We put ourselves before you. We ask for forgiveness for those transgressions, and yet we now stand boldly in front of this evil, knowing that you are with us, and with this we have no fear. Fear, fearlessly we stand in front of this evil and we will pursue it, we will stand before it and we will crush it for we've been given authority and dominion over all evil we've been given the authority to step on snakes and crush scorpions and such is the authority that we have as the magistrates of this land guide us, protect us and we say these things in Christ Jesus name Amen it's time to buckle it up We've got a lot of work to do, and we've got a lot of mobilization to do, talking to your neighbors, talking to your friends, talking to your friends on social media, anywhere you can. We've got to get them awake and shaking the trees. We can't waste any more time. This deep state's starting to, starting to move into their next phase. It's the phase of lollipops and ice cream cones. They're going to make everybody feel good like it's all over. Don't worry now, folks. It's all going to be okay. We're going to drop the mandates. Because they want to diffuse this movement of the people, this populist movement that's starting to rise up. They're now going to try to squelch it by offering these teases, 
you can take your mask off today, Charlie. But tomorrow, don't be a bad boy because we might make you put it back on. And then they're going to quietly start rolling in the mask mandates and the injections again. It'll always be through the medical and the schools first. What's it worth to us to save our children? How many families are going to be forced to put their kids into school because they can't be a homeschooler because they don't have a community support and their kids are going to be inoculated with this poison? How many children have to be sacrificed? How many elderly have to be sacrificed until we hit the red line? Red lines, patriots. It's not about love and hugs. It's about war. In the end, we will have peace because Christ is the warrior of peace, but he's also the greatest warrior of all times. Learn to flip tables and be ready. The war is afoot, and we're in the middle of it. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers right, <clears throat> our prayers right now are the absolute solid foundation and our rock of faith. And we have to keep that solid as we move forward. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. We simply have to trust more in him than ever before. And in the end, like everyone likes to say, yes, God will win. The question is, where will you be? Because this is a fight that he's entrusted us. We are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. And we have a mission. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy 
the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 